Hello, thanks for joining us. This is the Suffolk Money Podcast supported by Kingsfleet. My name is Colin Lowe. One of the things just before we get started is we'd really encourage you, if you can, to subscribe to this podcast and then you will always have the most up-to-date version put in your podcast folder. And also, if you wouldn't mind giving us five stars, then it will really help other people to be able to find us and find out what we're doing. But after one ramble, we're going to go on another one, or rather, my colleague Leslie Dolphin is. Uh, She's on the trail of an author whose tales of childhood adventure captured the imagination of so many people, not just in this country, but around the world. I won't give too much away right now, but if I mention the phrase, we didn't mean to go to sea, that would give you a pretty obvious clue. So let's join Leslie. So today for our podcast, you can join me on a walk uh, without having to leave the comfort of your sofa or your front room. As you can hear, we're standing on the edge of the road. We're actually near a very well-known pub here in Suffolk, the Butt and Oyster, standing in front of a, a map that's called Arthur Ransom's East Coast. And with me is Peter Willis, who got in touch and said, could we do this walk for our podcast? So here we are. Hello. Hello, Leslie. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so, Peter, first of all, tell me, tell me a bit about you, very briefly. Tell me about you. Um, well, about 25 years ago, uh, Arthur Ransom's Nancy Blackett was discovered, de- more than 25 years ago, actually, discovered derelict in Scarborough Harbour, brought back to this area by a chap called Mike Rines, who restored her, and... Um, then he had to put her on the market because he'd run out of money doing it, as people do. And I had the brilliant idea <laughs> of suggesting to the Arthur Ransom Society that what we ought to do is have a whip round to buy her. And the, the upshot of that was something called the Nancy Blackett Trust, which now looks after her. She lives on this river, uh, up, the, up the river a little bit at uh, Wolverston. And she's also famous for being the original of the boat The Goblin in Arthur Ransom's We Didn't Mean to Go to Sea, which is one of the books set in this area. And, and Arthur Ransom, I mean, I grew up, my dad was passionate about all 12 of the Arthur Ransom, the Swallows and Amazons books, which, as you say, some, some of them in the Lake District, uh, some on the Broads, but we've got this one as well set here. We also got uh, the, the one that's set uh, on Secret Water. Secret we? Water on the, on the Walter Backwaters, yes. That's the sequel to We Didn't Mean to Go to Sea. So at some point we'll talk about the Nancy Blackett. We may be lucky enough to see her sailing. We just might. We might be able to. But but we're here at, at this point by the Button Oyster because here there is a walk that we can do that was set up, I think, 2017? Yes. Uh, we'll talk about 2017 in a little while, shall we? But just to put the picture, complete picture down, um, we didn't mean to go to see starts with the the swallows from Swallows and Amazons arriving to stay in Pinmill and they come down what's described as that deep green lane that leads to the sea. They they meet up with the, the owner of the goblin and end up uh, going to sea. Accidentally. Jim Brady, <laughs> Accident- have I got it right, Jim Brady? Jim Brading, yes. So anyway, we are here now in front of a, a very nice um, map and information panel put up by the local council six years ago, when we had an Arthur Ransom celebration in in this area. 
Uh, it was the 50th anniversary of his death and uh, all sorts of things happened which we may talk about later on. But yeah. one of the remaining pieces is this information panel outside the, uh, the Pin Mill Gallery next door to the Button Oyster and that shows the Arthur Ransom Trail which follows the route of the Orwell right down to Shotley Pier which is also the route of the Goblin in Chapter 4, we didn't mean to go to sea. So I think when we walk, doing our walk, we will pick up on some of the interesting points along the way. Brilliant. I'm glad you know, you obviously know the book vastly better than me. Uh-huh. I, grew, I did read it a long time ago, and I should have done my homework, but I haven't. Fortunately, we've parked a car at uh, Shotley Pier, uh, and then we've driven down here. So we're going to do the walking. You're going to be coming with us. and We'll dip in and out as, as we head along. So first first steps, we, we set off from here, do we, Peter? We do. We will... Just sort of point out while we're here, Alma Cottage, where they're staying when they start the story, is just next door to us. The boatyard, where Nancy Blackett was built... No, she wasn't built, she lived. <laughs> uh, ..is Harry King's over there. Pinmill Sailing Club, which is right over the back there. Arthur Ransom was a member of that, and they've still got a membership book with his name in it. I mean, it's a lovely place in itself, but with lots and lots of history in it. So... Join us as we stomp. We've got our walking boots on. I've got Lynn, we've got Wendy here with us as well. So uh, you can catch up with us. We'll do a couple of miles and we'll have another word. So we've just done the first one and a half miles-ish or so. It's about six miles we're doing of our walk today. It's along the River Orwell. We're on the Shotley Peninsula, so that side of the Orwell today. We're doing the Arthur Ransom Trail. And uh, I'm with uh, Peter Willis, who is with the Nancy Blackett Trust. A bit of an Arthur Ransom uh, knowledgeable man uh, uh, and a bit of a fan, I think. Oh, definitely a fan, (laughs) yes. So, so t- just describe, because we've come through quite a lot of woodland, haven't we? And it's just, we've just got to the point on the river where it opens out. We've got mud flats in front of us, some moored yachts as well. Uh, we're working our way down the river well and following the path of the goblin in We Didn't Mean to Go to Sea. And sooner or later we'll start looking at various buoys and various landmarks and ticking them off as we go following that journey and it was that, that, that so as you will hear the story is that the youngsters they get on the boat at pin mill but then somehow or other because jim braiding isn't on board with them they end he's, up out at sea all on their own yeah, in rather rough weather i'm going down the river okay so and i need to mother, re- mother's prom- allowed them to go sailing with jim and they've all promised that they won't go out to see whatever <laughs> happens. Uh, <gasps> and, da, da, da. Uh, but they're quite happy going down the river and Jim's pointing out points of interest, seals and places where other boats came aground. We, we saw, and we saw some, some of, the, sort of the rotting hulks further back. And as you leave uh, Pin Mill, you actually also see the famous barges, which we've decided are quite posh now. They've got their own sort of deck areas and all sorts, oh, haven't yeah. they? I should imagine they're very expensive properties now. <laughs> T- tell me a bit about yourself, because uh, your job has involved sailing, hasn't it? Am I right? I used to be... I used to work on Classic Boat magazine. I ended up as deputy editor there, which is uh, the less stressful version of editor... <laughs> Uh, for about uh, ten, 10 years I was on the magazine. Okay. Dream job. Yeah. Uh, before that I'd been on various journalistic jobs of one sort or another. And um, we lived in Surrey. Uh, what else can I say? We discovered Woodbridge. 
long before we actually moved here, or long before Nancy Blackett came into the picture, uh, before our children, who are now in their late 30s, were born, just came up here for a weekend, stayed in the, uh, the Bull Hotel, discovered the Bell and Steel Yard, and uh, then later on we had some friends who kept a boat up here, and we'd come up for weekends on the boat with them. And so gradually we got to know the area. And uh, we moved up here about eight, nine years ago. Finally, when Wendy retired, I'd been retired for a while, mainly to be near Nancy Blackett in my case, because by that time the Nancy Blackett Trust had been set up and was looking after the dear old girl. And, and you were telling us, me, uh, me as we walked that during 2017, uh, I know that Shotley themselves helped make this this trail, but you said, why not use Arthur Ransom uh, and, and say, you know, this is Arthur Ransom's East Coast tagget as, as part of his coast? Well, yes, uh, 2017 was uh, the year when something called the Shotley Tourist Action Board came into, or community or society, whatever it's called, group, uh, came into being to promote interest in the, the glories of the Shotley Peninsula, uh, of which Nancy Blackett, Arthur Ransom, we didn't mean to go to sea and all the rest of it, are a major part. And uh, we had a literary anniversary which the English Tourist Board looked favourably upon, and that was the 60th anniversary of Arthur Ransom's death. And uh, we organised a chain of events around that, culminating in a marathon reading of We Didn't Mean to Go to Sea with... Various characters, yeah, yeah, people doing it. The, the thing about this, though, is that because obviously my dad thought I should grow up knowing Arthur Ransom, and I did. But there are people in the world who who have never read any of the books, and in fact, you can enjoy this. You may not agree, but you can enjoy the trail without having read any of his books, can't you? I would say so. Yes, if you like walking in Suffolk, <laughs> it's as good a trail as any. It's part of the the coastal path. So if you do the coastal path, you're going to have to do it sooner or later. Uh, the thing about the trail is it's six miles long and there's no get-out until you get to the end of it. He tells us that now, look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although we've got cars parked each end and I think there might be a pub at the end of it for lunch, a late lunch. pub at both ends, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well organised, Peter. On we go. I think this is our third or fourth stop now. You're joining me on a walk this week. A six-mile walk. We're walking along the, the banks of the River Orwell. We're on the Shotley Peninsula. We left Pin Mill, about, I would probably say three, four miles ago now, uh, set off. We're having a leisurely walk. We've been through woodland. We're now... Uh, oh, there's an egret flying overhead as well. Uh, we're right along the river, and we've actually dropped down off the river bank because typically it's a bit of a blustery old day today. So everywhere in the country is getting lots of sunshine and we're getting grey cloud and, uh, and yeah. the wind as well. Uh, we are pretty much opposite Levington Marina and so on. Now, we're following Arthur Ransom's walking trail. I don't know if you've ever read any of Arthur Ransom's books. He was pretty famous for writing his books about swallows and Amazons. He lived here in Suffolk, and one of the books we didn't mean to go to see is all about a trip along the River Orwell. And that's what this walk does. It sort of follows some of the points. Peter Willis is with us. Peter is, is, is a bit of an Arthur Ransom fan. He's uh, with the uh, Nancy Blackett Trust. The Nancy Blackett, one of the boats featured uh, by Arthur Ransom. It was the Goblin, which was in yeah. this book. That's right. Nancy Blackett was Arthur's boat and he wrote the book about her, really, and called her the Goblin in We Didn't Mean to Go to Sea. 
I mean, this is a lovely walk in its own right, but for, for people who know the Arthur Ransom's books, it's, it's extra exciting. And we've just been walking, and you were saying that just opposite us in Levington, Arthur Ransom actually lived in his first house here. He did. He lived in a house that was then called Brook Farm, B-R-O-K-E, uh, near to Broke Hall, and it's now called Broke House. Uh, lovely little part of Levington Village, a little, little lane called The Drift, and he had a lovely view right over the river, which is now obscured by trees, so we can't actually see his house. We used to be able to. When I first started sailing on this river, you could see his house. Now all the trees have grown up, and you have to make an educated guess as to where it is, somewhere near Levington Creek. And, and I noticed what's lovely, because you pick up a leaflet all about the walk as well, and we're going to be pretty much uh, at Fagbury Point is one of the places on this point, and, and within the book they say, hello, somebody on the mud by Fagbury Point. She's on the mud, all right, and there she'll sit till the tide comes up again to float her off. And that's what's fascinating about these rivers, isn't it? I, I remember in the past being on rivers here where the tides are really high. You can see boats that have been stranded oh, in yes. fields, can't you? Yeah, no, it's happened to Nancy not on this river. Uh, there's a place called Troublesome Reach on, on the old that catches people out, and uh, she spent a tide or two there. <laughs> it's embarrassing. What sort of, so what, what, does she have a fin keel or a bilge keel? She's, so that's um, two or one keels. So did she sit, when she's on the mud, does she tip over? Or she does, does she tip upright? over, yeah. She, she's um, a long-keeled boat, which means there isn't much sticking down from the hull. So, yeah, she'll lay over... If she if she's uh, stranded, t- t- tell me more about the Nancy Blackett Trust. I, I, I mean, Suffolk Money support this podcast, so money is is going to be something that you've had to deal with through the trust, through creating this walk, that sort of thing. Well, as I was saying earlier, we uh, uh, we collected the money to buy her. She was on sale at twenty five thousand pounds, and amazingly, in one year, we got that money together and a bit more. Bought the boat. Uh, she was in um, in Southwold then at Harbour Marine, where the then owner had kept her. We moved her down to Woodbridge, and last year we actually moved her down to the Orwell because she seemed like it was home for her there. And, and who gets to sail it? The trust owner. Trust obviously. members. Uh, trust has got about four hundred members, some of whom were the original four hundred people who contributed the £25,000 and obviously the personnel has changed over the years but the, the size of the membership very strangely has stayed pretty stable and any member is a part owner of the boat so is entitled to sail her uh, and we have a load of qualified skippers and mates to make sure that she is looked after when she's sailing and indeed that the people on board are looked after uh, but anyone who wants to can sail her small contribution to look after her expenses but that's what we do so maybe maybe i ought to join the uh, nancy blackett trust maybe you certainly should it's (laughs) only 25 pounds a year okay absolute bargain work out whether i can just be someone who sits and does nothing or whether i'm someone who has to pull some of the ropes eh? well you can have a go (laughs) see how you get on what have we got ahead of us i think we're we're probably halfway now aren't we just over halfway do you think i think we're probably we're starting to see the cranes in the distance of felix so on the other side there and we're coming down here so i think we're well over halfway, probably about two-thirds. 
the pub the pub is calling the pub. Although I think we're going to pick up the car and go back well, to the pub. Well, we've got a choice of pubs. I said earlier, there's a pub at each end, the Pistol Arms. And when we get there to Shotley Pier, I'll tell you a little bit more about how that features in the book. As well? OK, because yeah. Shotley Pier, a big renovation uh, thing going on as well. So maybe we have to have a drink at the Bristol Arms and then go back to the Bat Noyster. Possibly, Do you think that's what? Yeah, definitely. We'll, uh, we'll be very thirsty by then. We've reached the end of our walk. Uh, it's uh, yeah, listening to the Suffolk Money podcast sponsored by Kingsfleet. And today we've been on a bit of a trek. We've done around about six miles walking along the River Orwell, uh, following the route of the Arthur Ransom Trail, which follows, I think it's chapter four of We Didn't Mean to Go to Sea. That's for those of you who are Arthur Ransom fans and, and know of his stories about the Swallows and the Amazons. Uh, this was the, the idea, uh, at least for me to come for the walk, was uh, Peter, Peter Willis, who's uh, sitting on the bench with me here in Shotley, right by the pier that is being uh, renovated at the moment. So a lovely walk, Peter. Oh, it's a brilliant walk. I've done it several times. It's takes a bit of doing, but it's well worth it, isn't it? It's fantastic. I'm just, just thinking about it. So we started, you need two cars or you need somebody who'll give you a lift from one end to the other. But we started at Pin Mill. We'll go back and pick up Peter's car in Pin Mill later on. And then we followed the route of the river from Pin Mill. So you start off in some lovely wooded areas. Then you come along to the marshier areas looking out to sea. Uh, some of the things we spotted on the way, we went past, which I think is probably a boat house, a boat shed at the bottom of a garden where someone was practising their drumming, weren't yeah. they? Very nice, modern drumming. Some, some, some drumming. We've uh, seen lots of seabirds, some wader birds. We've seen oyster catchers. Uh, we've seen egrets as well. Uh, and then you follow along the river wall. It's been quite blowy today. We saw the Nancy Blackett. Now, Peter is with the Nancy Blackett Trust. And Nancy Blackett was one of Arthur Ransom's boats. Yes, Nancy Blackett was the boat that inspired. We didn't mean to go to sea. And uh, the boat in we didn't mean to go to see the Goblin is basically the Nancy Blackett. She she was being sailed, and we happened to see her with her lovely tan sails going from right uh, coming coming around to go to Harwich, I think. Yes, so it was a familiar trip for the Nancy Blackett out of her marina berth at Wolverston down to Harwich, more up at Hapney Pier, have some lunch, and go back again. Sounds very, very civilised. Now, t- tell me about, more about the work that you're doing with the Nancy Blackett Trust because you, you've started doing experience days for youngsters, haven't you? Yeah, we call them activity days and we, we try and um, uh, introduce them to a few bits of sort of seafaring knowledge and how, how boats react to the wind, um, stuff to do with compass work, maps, charts and take them on board Nancy Blackett to have a look round and get the feel of the book that that they might be reading. I'm I'm guessing that you would quite like all youngsters to read read the the Arthur Ransom books, would you? I think it would be very good for them, yes. (laughs) And and they should enjoy it. I mean, they're they're quite long books, but so is Harry Potter. (laughs) You've had a a variety of of people come along. So I think from Gainsborough Library, from the Gainsborough area, which some, some guides have been to visit you as well. Yeah, guides, scouts, uh, children from Chilman Diston Primary School, scouts from Holbrook Scouts, and girls from Ipswich Guides. Um, so, yeah, they've all come, they've all enjoyed themselves. 
And, uh, well, we hope to do much more of it next year. If, if people want to find out more, can they just look you up as the Nancy Blackett Trust? If you go to www.nancyblackett.org, you'll find a lot of information about us there. And uh, we're always keen to hear from people who want to know more. And take part as well. I know you were saying earlier that you've got members around the world. Now, we're sitting by Shotley Pier. Uh, we've spoken lots in, in the past. There's been <coughs> lots of news about the work they're doing to at least renovate the very first part of the piers and gates that they're looking for at the moment. And I, I, there used to be a railway, I think. They used to go right to the end and back as well. But uh, this features in Chapter 4. So, so we've kept talking about this book. We didn't mean to yeah. go to see. Just give a little taster so that we inspire people to go and read the book, maybe. Okay, well, chapter four is the goblins sailing down the River Orwell and they come round into Shockley, tie up at the end of the pier, go into the pub to buy some grog, i.e. ginger beer, uh, phone mother to say they're all right, go to bed, wake up in the morning and Jim Brading, who is the owner and skipper of the goblins, says, I know you're not meant to go to sea, but I'll just show you where the sea starts. Um, there's no wind, so he turns on the engine and they go out to look at the beach end buoy, which you can see on any chart of the area, is roughly where the river finishes and the sea begins. And they turn around, they come back again, and just as they're coming past Chockley, the engine dies. It's run out of petrol. Jim jumps in the dinghy, grabs petrol can, says, I'll be back in two ticks, don't worry. He drops the anchor, doesn't he? He drops the uh, anchor. He's anchored. Yeah, he anchors the boat. Thank you, Wesley. <laughs> very important, very important. He anchors the boat, he leaves them aboard, goes off to get some petrol and doesn't come back. Four or five hours later, the tide has risen, the fog has come down, the wind has got up, the anchor has come free of the seabed or the riverbed. And before they know it, they're drifting out to sea, past the beach end boy. And that's where the story really begins. <laughs> so you're going to have to read the rest as well. Do you know, I, I read it as a youngster, and that was well before I ever lived in this part of the world. And you're saying, like, Jim Brading, he, he rose into Felix Day, so I'm going to have to see it, read it and see, mm. see all these places with a new eye, aren't I? You are, yeah. Brilliant. Mm. It's brilliant. I've had a lovely walk. It's been really nice. Uh, and it's, it's not a tough walk to do, is it? I mean, six miles... Mm. Amazing how dry everything is. It's, it's, there are cracks in the ground, aren't there? Yep, yep. It's really dry at uh, this time of the year. Fairly level, nothing, nothing too challenging. Just take it at your own pace. And, and lots and lots of views to go uh, on the way. As I say, you start off in the woodland at Pin Mill. You see the barges at Pin Mill. Then you come along the river. You get to see amazing views of the port, I have to say. So from the opposite side of the river, you see all the container ships as well. So there's a huge amount of interest. Wendy, who was with us as well, I, I gather for, for, for kids and people who like geocaching, there are some geocaches along there. Well, we think so. We did attempt to do it some years ago. Um, involved quite a lot of scrabbling around in the undergrowth um i can't swear that they are still there but as far as i know they are and are, are you an arthur ransom fan yourself not particularly although having been married to peter for as long as i have i've inevitably got sucked into it and i read all the books as an adult after we um became to, uh, a couple but um no not particularly i mean the walk today i i love particularly because it's so green and open and you just get wonderful views and 
there's hardly any development along that bit of river. It's beautiful. It's not as really well maintained as a fo- underfoot as well, isn't it? It's not a tough walk, at least at this time of the year to do either. So, and I know you do lots of walking, so yes. so you enjoy it as a walk. Yeah. And Lynn, who's been with us as well, I know for sure you're not particularly. You've not not read uh, any of the other Anson books, have you? <laughs> and, and I have to. Peter's not listening. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did go see. Uh, we shouldn't go to see um, Eastern Angles. Eastern Angles production a few years ago. Yes, so we didn't t- mean to go to see. So yeah. tell me about, about your perception of the walk. It's been a lovely walk, hasn't it's it? Been amazing yes been so much to see and you're just in the middle of nowhere it's just so quiet um and yes you just get a bit of everything farmland the river the sea it's just amazing and and as peter mentioned before a pub at each end exactly a pub <laughs> at each end peter thank you very much for inviting me getting in touch and just getting in touch we're on the pier now which is worth coming to have a look at the whole story behind the pier itself and uh, they've got uh, so these i guess are little plaques that you pay for to help raise yeah. to raise the money and you've got the nancy blackett trust has bought one Yes, and it reads, Arthur Ransom's Goblin came here in We Didn't Mean to Go to Sea. Get a copy of the book. Uh, in the yeah. meantime, so which pub? Are we doing one or two of them then, Peter? Well, the Bristol Arms right behind us is where they went to phone the mother and buy some grog. And the Button Oyster in Pin Mill is where Jim Brading was going to go for breakfast when he arrived in the evening aboard the Goblin. So... Your choice, Leslie. Maybe. I think or both. Both of them, both of them, both of them, maybe. Should we just, well, we'll go and venture in the sea? Is open Peter, thank you. Thank you, Leslie. It's been a great pleasure. So that's Leslie Dolphin there and her guests giving us a real breath of fresh air strolling along the wonderful Arthur Ransom Trail. Now, don't forget that you can find out more about the podcast by going to our website at suffolkmoney.co.uk or you can look us up on Facebook and you can get in touch through either the website or through Facebook to be able to let us know about any stories that you're aware of of businesses, entrepreneurs, charities, causes or money issues within Suffolk that we can deal with. So please do get in touch. We're always looking for new stories to follow. Also, I do want to remind you, as we said at the beginning, please subscribe so that the latest version is downloaded to you. And please do give us five stars so that others can find what we do. My thanks, as ever, to the amazing team who put this together. Uh, That's Kevin and Sally Birch and Joy Day, who ensures that everything goes online at the right time and in the right place. But my thanks to Leslie and most of all, my thanks to you all for listening We really appreciate the feedback that we get on the podcast that we produce. So until next time, goodbye.